Coco Sisters. It's the Sisters Day. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Coco Sisters podcast. This whoop, is me, whoop, whoop, whoop. and the person you can hear whoop, 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 is the Duchess. Hello, everyone. Hello, Duchess? hello. And of course, we are joined by our wonderful studio queens, the beautiful Joyce and the beautiful Liz. Hello, ladies. Hello. 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 So what, what are we talking about today then, Duchess? What, what's the topic of the day? Well, we're going to do some buns intended. We're going to be... <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna be talking about hair part two. No hair buns part intended, two, right? No buns yeah. intended, right? No buns intended. Um, and just to in terms of hair, so for our listeners, <clears throat> go back to our previous um podcast where we talked about hair part one, uh, and that was about our journey with our own hair and you know what that had felt like for us our own lived experience so today we wanted to talk about hair part two and one of the things that the queens had mentioned was around coloring your hair you know so what do we do in relation to that how do we color our hair do we color our hair what types of colors we use in our hair so queen joyce do you want to start it off because you was the one that had that thought around coloring hair what does that mean for us Coco sisters. Yeah, because I've, um, I think I've got quite a sensitive scalp. So sometimes when I've used colour in the past, it's kind of irritated my scalp. So I'm on a bit of a quest of finding something for semi, semi-permanent colour that doesn't irritate the scalp and that doesn't feel like, you know, at the, the hairline, when you finish colouring it, it's disappeared or gone further back. Burn off I'm your like, head. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't really get that, why it does that. So I have used products from Holland and Barrett, um, which, yeah. And there are, other, there are other suppliers out there, listeners. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I have used that product, but I just find, yeah, it doesn't really give deep coverage it covers it maybe for about a week but it doesn't give the deep coverage and I don't know I, I I'm curious to find out what's out there for black women with afro hair that's natural and that's wouldn't irritate your scalp and you know and semi-permanent essentially so that was my but, question so one of the things that I've heard because I don't um well I don't color my hair now when I was younger I had coloured my hair and um, one of the things that I did use to try and find and it's not an easy ask I guess is henna so products that have natural henna in them um, is my way is my understanding of things to use when it comes to colouring natural black hair partly because it's it's natural itself henna is natural anyway Uh, and it's used for other things too in terms of you know particularly if we're thinking about the Indian and or Asian community, mm. they use henna, don't they, on their hands and or particularly the women and stuff to um, for patterning, for um, design and so on. So I know a lot of black people have said to me in the past, find products that have henna in it okay. or pure henna to use that as a way to, to dye your hair. 
but I don't to be honest because I don't dye my hair um, now I wouldn't know so maybe we have to put a shout out to our listeners yeah I think think we do Lady C what do you think yeah I think uh, you know as someone I don't really um I've never dyed my hair although you know looking in the mirror recently I might have to (laughs) change my mind on that um but um yeah, I, I, I've never actually done it, but like, like you, Duchess, I've heard about henna um, mm. as a the the most the best product for natural hair. If your hair is natural yeah. uh-huh. um, and you want to dye it, um, then that's a, a a way for you. But I think there's going to be a bit of trial, test and trials with this, isn't there? You got you've got to find something that works for you, especially yeah. if you've got a sensitive scalp. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what I mean? Did, did you want to dye a certain a particular color? Or just mocha, just like a darker brown. Okay. Like, yeah, so nothing too outrageous, but I just find that the ones that I use, it, yeah, just about a week, you know, when you wash it, obviously it comes out, it's semi-permanent, but it just seems the coverage isn't really deep. So quite a bit comes out in that first wash. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so I'm just thinking there must be something else out there, but I just... I don't know what. So I've I've asked the question to quite a few people, but they I'm I'm identifying that there is a bit of a gap there around colouring natural hair. Actually, mm, mm. you know, I'm I'm because I I know that um there was a, a white hairdresser and she's actually a colourist. Okay, she was, and so her whole career, I think she started hairdressing like in the sixties or something. And her whole career was around colouring hair. So she became like a subject matter expert in that. And so when I'm reflecting as I'm going on this kind of journey, trying to find out about hair colour, I'm thinking, is there an equivalent in the black community? Like, is there a black hairdresser that knows all there is to know about colouring hair and how that works? Mm -hmm. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. I suppose part of the challenge is, isn't it, Lady C and um, Joyce, because, you know, what we've said on here, I'm assuming Liz is is similar, that we don't colour our hair. Because we don't colour our hair, we haven't really had to, well, I I haven't thought about it. You know, it's not the thing that I think about, I guess. Um, And it doesn't really come into my my view. So um, maybe what we could do is do... um, a show in the future yeah <clears throat> where we find out these things um mm. and then talk about it some more but for me I've yeah henna is the only thing that I know of I guess mm. and I don't know why it is henna is the only thing that I know well, of. That, but that's only if your hair is natural I think yes yes if, you, if your hair's already been chemically treated then, then henna may not be the best choice no I agree yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, we yeah. have to we just have to look into that and what about um Moving on slightly, what about oils? Do you put certain oils in your hair? That's an interesting one because one thing I found out is that in a lot of black products, when it comes to oils, there's a um, a chemical that's used, or a, I think it's a chemical, as far as I'm aware, called lanolin. Um, and I found out that 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 lanolin actually can be quite detrimental to a lot of people's mm. hair and skin. Right. Uh, so when I when um, my, my daughter's hair um, and her hair is still natural. She's had locks, but she's chopped it off now. And so she's just growing it out. We, I, I had to search for products that didn't have lanolin in because what I found was anytime I used that on her scalp, 
it would dry it out even more to the point where she got this thing called cradle cap. Do you know yeah. What cradle yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Um, so had to stop using any products that had lanolin in. So now um, mm. when I'm looking for products, I just need to make sure that it doesn't have that element in it. Um, and I try to stick to things that are as natural as possible and don't mm. use palm oil as well. Um, yeah. Thinking about, you know, the, processed the ecosystem yeah. and stuff like that. So, so I think it can be quite challenging. So, you know, going back to your point, Lady C, where you said you have to find out what works for you. Mm. Um, but sometimes that trial and error can be quite um, stressful, I guess. Because, you know, if you're trying to put something in your hair, and then all of a sudden it doesn't agree with you you know yeah what do you do do you wrap up your head for a couple of days so that no one can see what's going on or you know are you sitting in front of the mirror furiously trying to brush you know all of this stuff out it's all of that that you have to think about isn't it I mean growing up we used hair grease right so we used <laughs> grease. oh yeah yeah rosemary yeah. hair grease or blue magic or whichever tub yeah. you found in the in the cupboard you use that and then obviously, as you learn more and more about your hair, you find that actually that's not necessarily the best product for you. Um, and it's oils are, you know, oils that we have in our cupboards, coconut oil, you know, yeah. um, olive oil, olive extra oil. Yeah. Um, avocado oil. All of these oils are, well, it depends on your hair type, obviously. And I'm speaking from a 4C holder with a little sprinkler of 4B somewhere at the back. I don't know what that's about. But yeah, as a <laughs> predominantly 4C hair wearer, that's um, another thing, though, the whole 4C, 4B, 5F, whatever. That's a separate conversation, because then again, how do you even know what your hair type is? Well, there's, I mean? there are there are um, there are not scales, but there are ways you can assess. It depends on how your your hair drops when it's wet. So that's a good indication of the type of hair hair um, hair, hair type you have. So mm -hmm. for black people, it ranges from 4A to, you know, I think it's like for A to for C, and then okay. it's either three and so on. So with us, most of us, kinky hair is for is a for is for C, right. um, and understanding oh. that and understanding how to treat that is is not something I grew up learning. You know what I mean? So we do all manner of foolishness with our hair, um, thinking it can't grow unless we relax it or put it in, you know, curly <laughs> perm or something, without realizing. <laughs> How did our ancestors in Africa cope? Because they were they got long hair and all, you know all these things, but they manage it, but we can't. So you know, um, so yeah. But it's educating ourselves about how to look after our hair, and that's why you've got all these people on YouTube mm. and and other video outlets um, mm -hmm. have their own show, show, show showing about how they've grown their hair using these 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 natural products. I think you know. it's easier than ever to learn how to do hair, though, like because yeah. of all those video outlets. We now know that the information is out there, and so many people like are have shown that you can be self-starters. Like you don't have to be taught necessarily. You can go and watch this tutorial and and do that. When I was growing up, my mum used to corner over my hair. With, you know, all these wild yeah. styles that I thought were cool. And in hindsight, I look back and think, "Wow, what was?" No, they were cool. Wow, they what were. was? <laughs> like, I didn't. I didn't actually see your hair, but I, no, yeah. you should have seen. There were like snakes, snake corners all the back of my head, and then sometimes there was zigzag. But it was just, it was intense. But as one of the only black girls at school, so I had to represent. You know. Okay. Um, well done to you. Well done to you. But, but I remember my mom being like, "When are you going to learn all this? Like, what about when you have um, your daughter's? Like, what's your plan?" And I was like, "I'm new to you." 
<laughs> you can imagine that's quite insulting. She spent collective like of hundreds of hours helping with my hair, and then I'm like, that's um, also a generational thing, though, isn't it? it what is you're talking bit. about, you know, it's yeah. generational because what you're saying yeah. is, you know, years ago, because I know that I was taught how to plait hair. I could never yeah. get my. I didn't have the dexterity. I don't think to do camo because my fingers just. I just couldn't. You know, oh, couldn't get it in there. But um, nowadays, like you say, you can go to a platform and you know and search. And sometimes I, I am. I. Well, not that I'm that old, but what I mean is it's I think it's a skill to remind yourself to do to go to certain places to find out certain information. Mm, yeah, no, I do. I do agree with that. But um, I went to a hairdresser recently and found out that the oils I was using were really not that helpful. And I'd already been to a hairdresser that had taken me away from hair grease or like the, you know, the hair oils that maybe we grew up thinking we should use. I'd already mm. like thought, oh, okay, cool. I know what I'm doing now. And then I went to another hairdresser who was yet more evolved and said that the products I was using, which were natural, like naturally based, like the olive oils and stuff, you know, she said, actually, we, you need to strip down even more from that. I was like, let me just go buy olive oil from the supermarket. Like, I just feel like that is the one safe way or the coconut oil, like you said, Lady C, mm. but I know what I'm putting in works because there's always something in it if it's from in a bottle um apparently so yeah mm, it, it is challenging I mean one of the things that I do do for my hair is that I grow um rosemary uh and sage sage is not easy to grow because it, it seems to perish quite quickly but I use those two you know mm -hmm. just cut off a sprig of each put it into a jug um boil a kettle of hot water pour it over it leave it to sit for 24 hours and then yeah. use that as a conditioner because the rosemary and the sage the combination of the two smell beautiful but they actually stimulate the follicles um, oh, wow. on your scalp and stuff so mm -hmm. help to regenerate so that's a good thing for particularly dark hair and, mm. and our hair so that's mm -hmm. something to to use and you can also then use it as um I don't know what you call you know those spray bottles that you people you yeah. see people use on plants or whatever yeah but you put it into that um you can also use it to spray your hair from that's time right. to time that's yeah. 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 yeah you know so nice. there are things that we can do I think we we're just so used to or I certainly am so used to things being so instantaneous yeah or you know or readily available that you forget that actually you can as um Liz said you can strip things back and go back to you know the basics which mm. I think sometimes we forget to do yeah I think it's I, I think it's such a shame as well that well you you can go to YouTube to get some information but it would be great if we had a go-to person so as soon as you think about hair care for natural hair you have a person in your head that you think yeah you know they, they're the I don't know, the ambassador or they're the expert in that. We haven't got that in our community. You see, but I disagree because I'm, I mean, I've got locks. So I, you know, I go to um, a natural salon every time I want to get my locks um, dealt with in a particular way. Um, granted, I don't um, mess with my hair that often. So I only go to the mm. salon, what, three to four times a year, if that. Um, mm -hmm. because one thing I've learned about my own hair is I don't need to wash it every day 
or every week or once a month. It doesn't need that. But what it does need, it does need um, someone to help me give it a good wash when I want it. Mm. Uh, so I get that done. And then I get it um, retwisted because mm. obviously with the with the natural growth that happens, because mm. I have got locks, I do want it to mat to mat well. So that's that's the only reason that I really go to a salon is so that right. one I can get a good hair wash because I do like a good, you know, hair wash where someone's giving you a good head massage, yes. particularly down that center of your scalp. You know, that sometimes you miss yourself. So when someone can do that, it's great. I like um, that. And like I say, just getting it retwisted so that. Um, I'm taking care of the locks itself and, mm. you know, less breakage and so on. So I do think there are people out there. I think probably what is not happening is the promotion of that. We don't yeah. hear about that often yeah. enough. I mean, you know, there's, there's lots of people out there, sorry, Duchess, that they've fine. got a little side hustle where they're starting to specialise yeah. in hair products. You know, yeah. they've, they've gone on a bit of a journey similar to what Liz was talking about. Mm. where they've really start to understand if your hair is this type or if you're suffering with alopecia or if you've got yeah. this condition this is what you need for your hair mm. and we don't always know that so there are mm. people out there who've done the research we just yeah. need to find them and yeah. so, so that if that's you someone listening if you're saying well I do that you know I can get I can, in touch I, I can do that. Come, let us know because we yeah these are things we want to know and I would much prefer to come to Ngozi yeah, than to go to some somebody James, then go know. to Jane. Oh, Khalid. <laughs> Naomi, Naomi. You know? Khalid, no, we love you. We love my, my Asian brothers, then. But I'm here about supporting my sisters doing their little side hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, All right, so don't write way. in saying that I'm this and that. I'm just saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Khalid, Mohammed, you know, brothers, yeah, one. But we want to support my sisters. So definitely. Um, Ola, Ngozi. You know, Beverly, wherever you are, if this is what you're doing. Give us a touch. shout. Give, Give us, us a shout. shout. Yeah. Or well, the other thing that contact, we, we we could even say, could even get you on the on the podcast. I was going to say on. they would need to be in the spotlight. If Isn't we it, find them, we need Come to put now. the spotlight on them. Come Isn't on. Now. And Come if on you want to bring, if you want to give us all free samples, test it. Uh, we're all happy we'll to help do that. You that's how take that's those how we are here. Was just so, so generous, generous, you know. What more could you want from a sister? Come on now. Exactly. <laughs> so one thing that I think we should talk about at some point is we've talked about hair, we're talking about hair, but we need to have a conversation about hairdressers. And that's that that deserves its own podcast, but just the the experience, the interaction, you know, it could even lead into a bit of get my goat type thing, but let, let, easy just, tiger, easy yeah. tiger. But yeah. I'm just saying Or oh, should I say easy goat, but I didn't easy, want to say that because that just doesn't goat. land well, does it? <laughs> but definitely that is something we need to talk about because as my dad used to say to me back in the day. There are people that drive and then there are people that move cars, right? <laughs> Hello. When it comes to hairdressers, there are people that are hairdressers and then there are people that do move hair. hair. Move hair. If you catch my drift. Your drift is caught. <laughs> so there's caught the drift. a couple of conversations there. Maybe yeah, this, is a good, this is a good time to uh, slip into a couple of our usual segments um right, okay you know so um you mentioned 
Get My Goat, Joyce. But before right. you do Get My Goat, could, could we do the political 10? I'll tell you why. Because it, it, my political 10 sits really well with what we've just spoken about. Go on, then. Go, Go on. on. Go right. on, Duchess. It. All right. Let's, let's, so. hear, let's hear the Duchess with her political 10. <laughs> let's put on the voice. <clears throat> da, 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 da. Sorry, that's meant to be the news at ten, but it doesn't really. You know. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was trying to do the shoulders to the move, but you can't even see that. I but hold on oh a minute, Sharon. That news no. of ten song is from like over ten years ago. They don't do that. What one point anymore. are you making? What point <laughs> are you I'm making? That, I'm not saying no, anything they, else. Nice. Yes, they do. Relevant. It's still the same tune that is used. Is it? I don't know if yes. it is. Okay. No, I don't. Okay. I'm handing over back to you, Duchess, on your political 10. Anyway. Okay, we digress. So my political 10 is about for us, black hair is black history. Now, you're saying to yourself, what is that all about? Well, I read an article recently, end of September, that was in The Guardian, and it was referencing um, the singer Rihanna um, and her recent Savage X Fenty show. Yeah. And one of the things that they talked about in this article was cultural appropriation. Mm. I even had to put my teeth in so that I could say that properly. Cultural appropriation. Effectively, what was happening in this article, there was a debate around and apparently the debate took place on Twitter as well was that um, at her recent show that was shown on quite um, a famous platform, um, she had non-black models who appeared, this is what it says in the article, who appeared to have braids or plaits as their hairstyle, yeah? Most of those non-black models. And so the author of My Beautiful Black Hair, St. Clair Derek Jules says, this is what she said, for the producers of Rihanna's fashion show to fashion white models with distinctively black braids kind of feels exhausting. We've been making um, some headway with, I'm trying to read the art, um, what she said, we've been making some headway with educating non-black women about how deep our connections are to our hair. Yet here come the producers willfully ignoring all the easily accessible information online explaining what cultural appropriation is and why it's harmful. And so basically the debate was around, could not of these producers thought about the hairstyles that both models would, would have, both black and non-black, and then have appropriate hairstyles for those respective models. And then the commentators were arguing or debating around questioning the origins of the hairstyles and trying to um, attempt to reframe the debate around um, where the hair, where those hairstyles come from. Mm -hmm. So effectively saying, well, braids are for everyone and for anyone, as opposed to, <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> what you can't see listeners is um, both Lady C and the Queen's doing a face that says, really people, please, hello. <laughs> um, and not acknowledging the fact that particularly black hair, black women's hair is linked to our history. Yeah, and wanting to reframe that. But what this reminded me of 
Um, and this is an age thing, I guess, some of you might not know. Years ago, there was an actress called Bo Derek. Mm-hmm. Do any of you know her? Do you remember yeah. her? Yeah. And she, and what, what hairstyle did she have? She had cornrows. Right. From what and I what remember. did they start saying about her in this, in this hairstyle? How know. beautiful she looks, how fantastic, and that it was a new, a new hairstyle. Wow. That's the, right. Okay. So this is something that's not new, I guess. Mm, mm. Um, it's not new that these things are happening. Nope. And basically what um, the author was saying was around, actually, we need to not only keep on educating, not only ourselves, but others around the history of black hair, mm. um, but also making sure that we claim it and hold it for ourselves, because it's important that, you know, a lot of our hairstyles, what, how many centuries old? Have been around for 3,500 3, years, you know, and our hairstyles um, are linked to other parts of our identity. For example, religion, and mm. marital status, you know, your status, um, your tribe, so on and so forth. So hair for black women in particular, I'm not saying it doesn't for others, but I'm, because we're talking about Coco sisters here, is yeah. linked to our history. And we need to hold on to that and make sure that we um, collectively recognize that and stand up for what our hair believes. Because actually the connections are quite deep and very deep in terms mm. of our, our history, our ancestors, our heritage. I could go on, couldn't I? So for me, the political term was about, what was that statement? For us, hair is black history. Wow. I think you deserve a round of applause for that. Get stuff, in. Thank you. Come on. Although you may have some that may say, well, me adopting this style is, my, is me showing solidarity with my Coco sisters. You know, I mean, I, I cannot tell you the number of times when you go to the Caribbean and, and you know, the, the girls over there, they're going to get their hair plait and put the little beads on the end. And that's them, you know, think that they're blending with the Caribbean. They could say, well, I, I do this because my friend has her hair like that. So I want my hair like that. And I, and I guess there is that part of the argument, Lady C, but I think when it becomes politicised in a way that um, the narrative is wanting to reframe what that style means that's and to take away, the, take away the history, yes. that's, that's for me when it becomes um, disrespectful, um, dishonest, actually. You know, there's an element of dishonesty about that, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and so acknowledging it for what it is, because one of the terms that was in this article that I, I haven't heard before, so I don't know whether you've heard it and I'm gonna try and look for it now, called black fishing. You ever heard that term before? No, black fishing. Now, black no. fishing apparently is someone trying to change their appearance so that they look black, in other words, Right. Black hairstyle, oh. toning up their, ta- you know, their makeup so yeah, that, you know, um, the tan makeup, so it makes them darker. Similar, and the person or the family that was referenced in relation to this particular term was the Kardashians. Oh. And they're black fishing. Say. So they don't yeah. see, they're not black, but they want to appear black. 
and so right. they have the hairstyles they their skin is darker but they use body shapes everything so I'll have to look yeah. that maybe we can look that up a bit more and just, yeah you know, have another discussion about what that means in more detail but black fishing was the term yeah. that was used in part of this um debate wow but actually duchess when you talked about bo derrick i looked up bo derrick and i did recognize her from the right. hairstyle of the cornrows funnily yeah. enough kim kardashian mm. did exactly the same hairstyle as bo derrick right um, and was accused understandably of the same things like cultural appropriation and and, yeah. and her family yeah. has is accused of it a, a lot mm. um but to think that like bo derrick was accused of it and then you replicate that hairstyle knowing you know yes the history or at least we have access to the the history mm. you know why would you do that again yeah and i believe if i i believe i'm right here that uh david beckham for those people that are into football david beckham did a similar hairstyle too and and again it was said oh fantastic hairstyle he's come up with this new look rare rare and i was thinking to myself hold on a second we've been doing that for years isn't it <laughs> Whether whether man or whether man or woman having that hairstyle, so it is about that cultural appropriation and the lack of um, acknowledgement and understanding. Definitely, definitely. So that what was my political pro- ten. Let's great debate. political ten. Yeah, great. That was really good. Yeah. So shall shall we move on then to get my go? Does that take us down a completely different road, Joy? Since you're doing it. Yeah, it, it it does in a way. Okay, well let's switch it up. In let's hear what's got your goat. Okay. So what's got my goat? And it's kind of touching on um something that Duchess has mentioned in the past around customer service. But I want to go a little bit deeper. Ooh, I want to be even more specific. Ooh. Customer service at African grocery shops. Oh gold. Oh gold. This sounds That's like what, a this sounds like another foo-foo gate, but anyway, go That's on. what gets go my goat. Right? You, the lack of it. The lack of it. The absolute audacity of the owners. So I've gone in to an African grocery shop, and I, I'm not going to go specific on the country, but I'm I'm going to use the continent of Africa. uh, I'm not going to go specific on the country. So I've gone in, yes, I'm looking for some Scotch bonnets. I don't know whether, you know, sometimes you you run a little bit low in the Scotch bonnets and you need some to tie you over so you can cook some food on the fly. So I've gone in there and the Scotch bonnets on show were not the best. Let's put it that way. They looked, you know, some of them looked all right. Others looked a bit shriveled up, yeah? And you know how it's got your little bowls, your little bowls and stuff. And I thought, okay. Your one pound's worth. That's the one. <laughs> so I thought, okay, you know what I'm going to do? Because some of them, they look all right. There's a handful of them look all right. The others, not so much. What do you think I did? You went through them to pick out the ones that were quality, no? Exactly. I thought, I'm going to make my own bowl. So I got my... <laughs> So I've got my bowl, yeah? And you know how you see the bowl's all done, da, da, da. there's probably about 10 in each. So I thought, okay, I'm looking for which ones are nice. So I've picked two from there, 
one from there, whatever, to do my own bowl. So as I'm doing that, sorry, what are you saying? Different bowls? Yeah, let's just say there's oh, like no. a... Oh, no. What? Okay, carry on, carry on. <laughs> where, where, where do you think this is going? <laughs> just finish it off, just finish it off. So I've got Lady, C's got the, Lady C's got the soul of an African grocery. I'm telling it. you, because I would be vexed. But go on, go Okay, on. so I've got my bowl and I've seen, say like there's 10 in one, 10 in one, 10 in one. So, okay, I know what how this is going. So I'm just going to pick my little to do my bowl. So as I'm doing it, the lady comes to me and she goes, Madame, what are you doing? Madame, you know. Yeah, and I said, I'm doing a bowl with the Scotch bonnets. And she said, why are you doing that? And I said, well, the ones that you've got there, some of them are not really good. They're like shriveled up. She went, put it down. She went, I went to the market. I bought it like that. So I'm going to sell it like that. And I said, well, why would you sell produce that looks like that? And she went, put it down, madame. This isn't by force. If you don't like it, go and do your own shop. And that's Whoa. what got my coat. I mean, but why, why would... Okay, I can see um, Lady C is going to come up with something. But at the end of the day, come on. Why are you actually going to the market in the first place to source produce that you really shouldn't be selling. Come on. Okay. Okay. So look. Firstly, so you're gonna you're gonna stick up for her, isn't it? I'm not sticking up for her, but I can see it from that from that perspective because if I I know that some are shriveled up and some aren't the best, I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna try and give you some good stuff, but I've got to mix up some of the bad stuff as I'm gonna lose out of my money. So I put the bowls out as fair <laughs> as I can, and then you come along. You just want to choose the, pro, the the prime ones from each one and make up your own. So who's gonna buy that? I'm I'm not gonna get anything. At least well, if you left the bowl as it was, I got a chance. Don't when you go take to Spitalfields and buy rubbish produce in the first place. I'm sorry. Yeah, but listen, listen. You know when the people that pound the bowl, pound the bowl. You know them people they're sending them. <laughs> you can't go to them and they say, "I'm going to take this one from there." You can't do that. You and we don't do that. But yet, well, you can't do it in the African. You can't do that, man. Or, or, or was it a choice for a grocery shop owner to say this month, Scotch bonnets? Not on sale because the quality wasn't exactly. wasn't good enough. Because this owner might lose Joyce's business now because not just because of the quality, but also because of that interaction. Not how, how, long, how long has she been there? Listen, this woman's been going. It's about six years now, and she's going strong. But I do not go to that shop anymore. There was two incidences that took place. That was one of them. Mm. The other was when I asked my daughter because she was going to be going to year seven, and I thought, you know, you know, send her on errands and this, that, and the other. Build her up for year seven and all the rest of it. So one time I said to her, you know, let's go to that shop for me. Get me some hard dough bread. You know, get some chin chin plantain crisps. You know, we're going to set ourselves up and all the rest of it. So I gave her the money. She went came back about 10, 15 minutes later, her face was like thunder. And I thought, what's going on with my daughter? Do you know what I mean? I just asked her to go and get hard day bread. What's the problem? She got in the car. She's like, I'm not going to that shop again. And I was like, why? And she went, well, I went in there and I was looking for the hard day bread and I didn't know which one to get. And then the man goes, and no, the woman goes, what are you doing? Are you going to buy something or are you just looking? <laughs> so eventually... She picked her hard dough bread, then got the snacks and stuff, right? So then she's gone to pay for it, yeah? Giving the, ma giving the, the man the money, the man goes, don't use your left hand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm okay. like, are you for real? 
So uh, oh, clearly, they, they have just lifted their now. shop and everything yeah. connected to their shop. They've lifted it from <laughs> that African nation and, and pumped it in London, England. That any understanding that people who come in there don't really understand some of those cultural things. Yeah. And it's, to be honest with you, Joyce, the, if that happened to my daughter, then I would not be going in there to buy Scotch bonnets. Exactly. So they had shown you who they were and you didn't believe them because you went yeah, back but- in the shop. Yeah, I went okay. back. Oh, but she gave, but she gave him a second chance. Then nah. yeah, because if it happened to me, day, I'd give her a second chance. If it happened to my child, you don't get a second chance. That's I done. I was giving a second chance, trying to, you know, buy black and all that. The community, you this buy and that, black and all that, <laughs> and all that, black, black and all that. It's true. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? Because I agree with you. When you go in, you want to buy black. Yeah. But sometimes when you go into our own shops, you know, the customer service just does not cut it. No. And and I just think it's not even about being a particular way. It's just having it's just having some grounding about yourself in terms of how you interact with the next person. You know, that you need to have it's just basic etiquette, I would say. Well, it, but of then, course it is. Of course it is. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you do and when you challenge them you know it's like they want to fight you that's the other well, you thing see, that's what I mean it's, it's either it's either I, I'm not saying this is the right thing but if when I choose to go into a black owned store I just prepare myself because I thought Sharon just in not, case you not get the service <laughs> that you are used to so just brace yeah. yourself remind, remind yourself why you're doing this you're doing it you, they don't know any better so mm. if they treat you you know then you you don't have to follow that you just say thank you so much all the best, you know, how's business going? I hope it's doing well for you. Let them know that you're not down to their level. You know what I mean? So, yeah. or you just say, no, not today. I can't deal with them today. Let me just go across Sainsbury's and get and I've been to them since. <laughs> or, 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 or other stores that can sell similar or other stores that sell similar products that you may want to purchase. <laughs> yeah. But the problem, the challenge is though, you know, I want to go like like Joyce I want to go to my black store because that's the, the reason I'm going there is because they're selling what I want exactly you know and but a lot of the time when I get challenged when they behave in the way that they do that Joyce has described do you know what I want to kick the person in their chest that's what I want to do mm, but honestly. I don't do that yeah and it is then about saying going back to Lady C's point you know what did I come in here today for I just want to get the things that I need to get, mm. take a deep breath, and then just leave. But there are yeah. times that I have challenged when they've behaved like that, because I just don't think it's right. Yeah. And if yeah. you're taking my money, you can at least be polite about how you take my money. Yeah. Mm. And if you think about Agreed. it, would you ever gain any retailer, I don't know, a Sainsbury's or this or that, and you say to the owner or whatever that your produce isn't good, and they would respond like that? More often, go and, go and right. put it down and go and do your own business. If you don't like it, go and do your... Who would do... Okay, I, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. And, and <laughs> it's, it's not. And I... Sister, if you're listening... I, you see, I'm defending you. Can you hear me now? But I'm not saying it's right. But, you know, sometimes... We just don't know what's happened that day. Do you understand? I'm not no, justifying John, her behaviour. No, I'm sorry. Listen, listen, listen. Sorry, I'm Lady C. Ju- I, I am not justifying her behaviour. But I think if someone was to say 
that I was like, so what, what's, what, why are you talking yeah, about consistent that? Consistent latency, come on now. That's no, no, consistent behaviour. No, no, I would do that with a with a black woman. I wouldn't do that with anybody else. I'd be like, are, are you okay? Have you, <laughs> have you mistaken me for somebody else, like your child? Because I'm not your... But if it's a sister, I'm trying to be a bit more like, what's going on with you? Why, why would you feel it necessary to speak to me this way? Trust yes, no. you know, what I'm trying that, to say is sister or not, no. our sisters or brothers behave like this consistently yes. when we go into the shops. It's not as if it's a one-off, is it? It's no. True. I've it's gone the into shops where they be- and they look at you, you say, can I have, you know, let's say you're going into it, um, a, a, whether it's an African or West Indian takeaway, let's say, yeah, and you say, can I have... Um, let's say a West Indian, because rice and peas, whether it's rice and peas or jollof rice, yeah? And I'm going in, can I have that? No. We'll run out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll run out. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, do you have an alternative? What, what, what you want an alternative for? Come on now. And that is consistent. That happens consistent. consistently. And you now, know what? Run- My husband has said about that, right? If you go to a Chinese takeaway, no matter what time, out? what time you go there, whether it's one o'clock at lunchtime, 9 30 or 11 o'clock and you remember a number whatever they've got it and they make right. it right so you're spot on there that's yeah thank you yeah. thank you you are queen joyce okay. because, come on now i can see why it gets you go i can see that you know, I, don't, I don't tolerate i have high standards i don't tolerate any foolishness but there are times when i'm like no what's going on with you, you, you how do you expect to get business you know one time i went to the you know um a, a, a guy in um uh in, in Wolverhampton market and I know there are other markets but there was a woman there and there was a difference there's a guy who had, was selling stuff and he had his stuff all set out nicely a, a young black guy he had clearly thought about the products and, and then there's another woman she had beautiful clothes all squashed up not even ironed I said to her is it the size of the stool is it what what what's what's happening here <laughs> You know, have you got size? Oh, God, my sister. And she goes down and she's got this big bag and she's then rummaging through it. This one here. I was like, you know what? I, I would I say, let me go to that pound shop and buy you some hangers or something. <laughs> you are not doing yourself a good service at all. Let <laughs> me get you some hangers. She just had it all scrunched up. She had some nice stuff, but because she, like, she couldn't even bother to get the iron, I don't know what happened that morning. But mm-hmm. everything's in big bags. You know, those big, big bags. And I'm like, nah, nah. So sometimes we're not doing ourselves any favours either. Any favors. Oh, great. We've got great. some beautiful stuff, but we just don't put it forward. We just think it's anyhow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, this mm-hmm. is no, this, uh, this not some market where you're just like, no. I'm not I, I think things are changing. Stuff. Sorry. Mm, I think, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, I think people sometimes expect you to be grateful that they are selling it and you should just take what is on offer. I do think like the... It, social media and like the kind of um, just influx of social media has made a bit of a difference with this in some ways um, because if you have a business which is reliant on social media and reliant on positive like um, responses via Mm. social media you don't take this for granted as much I don't think Mm -hmm. you know and Mm. I think like when you also because you know you need the likes you need the the tweets so you need whatever it is and so I think that might change things but then it depends on whether you your business needs that or doesn't need that like grocery store slightly different yeah um, I'm with you lady Joyce I'm hope so Joyce. I hope there will it. be a change yeah <laughs> you know I'm sure, I'm sure I'm sure once they've listened to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> <Lord> <laughs> back and rethink. <laughs> 
Well, that was that's a great get my goat there, Joyce. That was Thank a great you. get my goat. Well done. It's, you. A, it's a very sp specific area of of um, of customer service. So you know, if you're black and you own a business, make sure your customer service is on point. Or else, Joyce ain't going there. You know what I mean? Definitely. Name, Definitely. No pun intended. Um, Liz, I think it's time for. Uh, Mama used to say. <laughs> Mama used to say. <laughs> now, are you going to yeah. torture us in the way that uh, Joyce did in the last uh, Mama used to say with her attempt at pronouncing Jamaican patwa. Oh gosh. Which still oh, gosh. haunts me till today. I'm keeping zip <laughs> over here. I'm not saying Jack. Um, I'm not going to do that. Anyone? No. Oh, right. Okay. Hold on a second. Oh, sorry. So over to you, Liz, for our mama used to say, what have you got for us? Okay. So I had to really think about this because um, like all of us, our mums used to say a lot. A lot, you know. There was a new saying every day, and then I'd go into the playground and be like, "Oh, my mum said this. Did your mum say that?" People are like, "No, nope, that's just you, because <laughs> your mum is African." Um, I went to a predominantly white school, so I learned a lot about the fact that it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that normal. But you know, grateful for all those words of wisdom. So I'm going for one. It's a bit wild. I don't actually think. I've never heard of another mother saying this at all, but my mum used to say, who born dog to me a lot. Um, who born dog? They, they, I love the facial expressions right now, which I wish our podcast listeners could see the facial expressions because there's, there's like confusion, there's almost <laughs> laughter, but uncomfortable. <laughs> Uncomfortable. I'm, I'm uh, just wondering. I'm wondering where this is going. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I hear you, I hear you. No, no. Okay, I'm going to explain it. Going to explain it. So, who born dog? So, what I'm I'm from a generation where we'd call ourselves first generation. So, a lot of me, a lot of my friends, um, our parents left Ghana, left Nigeria, left India, um, and we were the we are the first generation that was born in the UK. Um, so for a lot of our parents and for my mum in particular, she was brought up in a country where she, a, a country different to the one where she's raising and has raised her child, right? So mum grew up in Ghana, but is raising a child in the UK, you know, trying to hold on to some of the values from, from Ghana, but also trying mm. to adapt and blend to make sure that also I get a pleasant upbringing <laughs> that takes into account you know where I'm actually growing up and I'm actually living and and the culture of the country that I'm in because I would call myself black British with Ghanaian heritage is what I'd say so mm. who born dog means is what is what my mum used to say when she used to tell me something she used to give me some advice and I just used to brush it off or shun her be like nah mum they don't do that here or like nah mum that's a Ghanaian thing like we don't we don't do that here or like, so for anyone who's first generation or for anyone who has parents who are not, uh, I guess, white British, we could say, or English, um, or not from the culture that we've grown up in, it was when something was told to us that just felt irrelevant, like just, you know, and it didn't feel like culturally from the where we were coming from, at, you know, as, 
as as children, as teenagers, as young adults. So say my mom says like, oh, Elizabeth, you're going to church. Like, can you not wear such dark colors? Um, and I was like, mom, we're all wearing black jeans. And then we're wearing a black top and a gray and a gray jumper. That's just how we roll. And she's like, no, but I really think you should just wear brighter colors, Elizabeth. Come on, you're going to church. And I was like, no, what's happening? She goes, hmm, who born dog? And what that means is a parent should be able to tell, advise, suggest things to their kids and the kids should listen to their parents and not allow the, the, the and not be allowed to dictate the pace because my mum borned me, like my, basically she was saying like, I had you, mm. um, I mean, it's not great because in this particular example, I'm the dog in this, in the, in the phrase, <laughs> but she's saying who born dog, like I, gave birth to you you should be listening to me but that's not happening and it was usually in, in the context of like cultural cultural mm. differences but it could it could be applied to anything mum dad giving me advice and saying you know who born dog like that's the order of it the order of it is I had you therefore you listen to me but that's yes. not that's not so is the dog bit like a dog is just obedient yeah but so I, don't, I don't really think it's about, I don't really know if it's about the obedience of a dog. It's more about the fact that like the person speaking is the one who gave birth to the person asking advice, asking for the advice. Mm. So, and maybe, newborn dog, go on. I, I'm interpreting gotcha. the reason who born dog is, a dog is a different species. So a dog wouldn't necessarily understand and you should understand why I'm giving you this advice and take this advice on because we're from the same species, I guess. So yeah. it's not open for interpretation, <laughs> you know. That's where I was going. I was gonna say yeah. the issue with Possible. that is that the parents don't explain the reason behind <laughs> what they're saying, which is the big part of the puzzle. Because you're like disconnected thinking, you know, I'll just wear what I'm wearing. That's just how I roll. But what they don't give the context. You see. That's the and whole then, point, isn't it, Joyce? I guess that they're saying, "Listen, it's not a discussion." I as a parent, <laughs> I is wiser than you. I barn you, because yes. that's what my daddy. You know, I barn you, not nobody else. So when you're here, and I'm saying A B C, you just need to do A B C. Who you asking? Who you questioning for? But then it doesn't yeah, make sense. That. Who are you questioning? Who? Why? But why are you questioning? Like, mm. because you're. That's not the order. That's not the natural order. Like, you yeah. don't. You shouldn't be questioning. So just now, for example, mm. I will go to exactly just accept it. I will go to um so when I'm visiting family in Ghana. I won't wear dark colours to church. I don't know why. I don't <laughs> do know, you, why do you know the reason the why? Are... But do you know the reason why? I guessed it more because, well, so Ghana's and our relationships with funerals, like we, we, you know, wear certain colours, certain colours, like a lot of cultures, certain colours are associated to death yes. and like, um, we've got black, black and red, black and white. These are yes. colours that you, you, yes. you, we would usually wear in like our traditional attire for funerals. I get that um, now, but I guess if I was wearing, it's just any dark colour now, I just am like, best not to wear it because I don't know how it could be taken on a Sunday at a church that, where I'm visiting so I'll just always try and try and wear a bright colour but it's never kind of like like Duchess said it's never really or or Joyce maybe it's you it's never really been explained like that's I the, just know that I just do it in the that's it and and here's the thing though 
even though we know these things aren't explained, we then find ourselves saying them as we get older. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we find ourselves repeating some of these phrases that we don't still fully understand, but we know what they mean. And well, I do anyway. I mean, I was trying to say something to my nephew the other day, and I'm like, no, Sharon, that's what mum used to say to you. Because my nephew was just looking at me like, what? I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to say that anymore. <laughs> oh, great. That's a great mummy used to say. Who born Definitely. dog? Definitely. Yeah. Who born dog? Thank you, Liz's mum. Thank you. Know, you. Born dog, you know. <laughs> Who born dog? <laughs> <laughs> and th- so let's round up, shall we? I've got a great um, uh, health tip for us, activity kind of thing. Um, yeah. Ready for it? Yep, go for it, ladies. Yeah. What's, your, what's your health tip? My health tip today for all of us mm-hmm. is to squeeze our glutes. <laughs> the glutes can be uh, found... glutes maximus, you mean? Well, we've got there's three muscles there, so we need to squeeze all three. Mm-hmm, uh, we need okay. to squeeze the gluteus maximus, which is the largest glute muscle. There's also a gluteus medius and a gluteus minimus. So wow, I didn't know. Yeah. That. So the good thing about squeezing our bottoms on a regular basis and a right? regular on a regular basis, the good thing about that it's not only is it good for our backs but it's also good for our legs. And of course, it's good for our bottoms. It lifts our bottoms higher. It's, it's connected to our pelvis, um, you know, which strengthens our core. And as we get older, mm. you know, we really need a strong core because that helps us to walk. It helps us to, you know, um, have good balance, you know, and it really helps us to do things like hiking and squats. It just keeps us more mobile. And right. we spend, as we get older, we spend more time sitting on our glutes. And so we need to spend more time working on them. Yeah. So and can I just say something nice about your bottoms in, in, in a bikini and thing? You know, we have them when they're younger, but as we get older, they start to drop. They start to drop. You know, that's why you've got young people with their bums high and you've got older people with their bums low, low, low. <laughs> you know why that is as well, Lady C? You know, our glutamus, you know our glutamus maximus doesn't have muscle memory. That's part of the challenge as well. So we have we to get really? older. Yeah. yeah, your bottom doesn't have, your bottom is one of the muscles that doesn't have muscle memory. Yeah. And that's so, why, yeah. So, so talking about who born dog. Well, but you know what I mean? So we have to keep, we have to keep reminding our glutes why? of what they need um you know so uh if you look at if you look at people who are quite athletic their glute muscle is huge because they work on it and they have to mm. because that's where we get our power from you know what i mean so we think we do lots of leg mus- leg exercises but actually to, to get real power in our walks and in our running it comes from our glutes so we have to activate them and then reactivate them again and right. again so every so often just 15 minutes a day just 15 minutes a day, you find a glute exercise. Either that's doing some squats, and as you do your squats, and you rise up, you squeeze up your glutes. You know? mm-hmm. look, look at look at Lady C doing yes. Actions, you know what? She's, she's been <laughs> she's carrying out this uh, health yeah, tip. Yeah, yeah. I was doing I was doing some squats yesterday. Um, so it's good for your bottom, and it's good for your legs. It's oh. all, and it's good for your core. So that's my health tip for us today. Squeeze your butts on a regular that's a basis. That's a good health tip. Well done, you. Thank I like you. that. Squeeze those glutes, people. 
And on that note, I think we're going to close on. the show. Oh, come on. <laughs> on the note where we're talking about squeezing our bums. Uh, yes, it's been a great show. Thank yes. you so much. It has been a great show. It's been really good. Liz, Joyce, as ever, it's been wonderful. Listeners, I hope you've enjoyed it. Remember what we said. Any ideas you've got about hair dye um, and hair care for, hmm. for our Coco sisters, please do drop us a line. Yeah. Um, Coco sisters at gmail.com. Until then, we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye bye. See you next time. Bye. Coco sisters. It's a sister's thing.